You are Locked On Wild. Your Minnesota Wild every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. I am Joe, your host, and with me is Tony Abbott from the Athletic Minnesota. Tony, what a day. What a year in about the span of a couple hours, huh? Yeah, this is the worst year ever. It's it's really crazy. It's not great. Uh, no, no, it's not. Um, the World Health Organization has now come out and identified or declared that the uh, the coronavirus, COVID-19 strain, is uh, now a world pandemic. And uh, a lot happened pretty much today since that happened. Uh, the president came out and addressed the nation. But uh, to kind of shift away from, from that part uh, and bring it towards more like a sports thing... Um, an NBA player by the name of Rudy Gobert, who plays for the, uh, I don't really know what team he plays for, but um, between the Utah Jazz and the Oklahoma City Thunder, uh, the fans were in the building. They were about ready to come out and, and begin the game. And, uh, well, apparently there was a medical professional that was see, uh, was spotted sprinting across the uh the court and then uh, eventually they canceled the game uh, abruptly so the fans that were there obviously had to uh, turn around and, and and leave because Rudy Gobert tested positive for COVID-19 just uh, just a crazy thing to not just see that uh, a player has tested positive but the uh, but that they just abruptly canceled the game uh, they had to they can't expose people to that, but just crazy. What's what's your thoughts about just kind of like the implications of how heavy this stuff is so far? Well, I mean, like I, I think like the uh, I think you're bearing the lead a little bit because the NBA has not only canceled that game, but they have decided, okay, well, we are postponing the uh, the season for now, and uh, I don't know when the season will pick back up. I think it's maybe a little easier uh, for the NBA to to pick up than the NHL if they were to do the same thing and who knows, mm-hmm. maybe by the time you heard this, uh, they already have done that. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, this is more of a, a, a cold weather sport, but, um, I, I think that, uh, I think that that is a real shocking thing that, uh, that happened because <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, like, is it, is it the right thing? Yeah. I definitely think it's the right thing because, you know, you, you get, 20,000 people is that about how many uh people are in an NBA game 20,000 people yeah roughly between uh just your standard arena you're between 18 and 20,000 yeah so if you're if you are doing that in 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 enclosed space like that I mean this is an indoor arena an airborne disease like it's closed off at the top so uh yeah yeah, like I I definitely think it's the right thing but it's still like it's I mean, I, I don't want to get like dramatic and say like apocalyptic because like it's it's not apocalyptic yet, and uh, no. and hopefully you know it's it's not going to, uh, it's not going to end up being, uh, reaching uh, reaching apocalyptic sta- status. But it is wild to see an entire league shutting down like this. Like this hasn't happened since the NHL lockout. Like that elite uh, yeah. just shut down. Um, and for the NBA, not since Space Jam. 
Oh, yeah. I, I suppose the NFL had, I mean, but like, when was the last time that it was shut down, like sports was shut down for something that wasn't uh, labor related? I, I think that was 9-11. Yeah, you're you're probably right. Both the, the NFL took a a pause and uh, Major League Baseball took a pause. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I think if you go back to the MLB strike of '94, where they didn't have a World Series, I mean, that obviously was was labor related. But I can't think of of something that um, was abruptly shut down where they shutter the doors in, in such quick fashion um, due to an event like this where it's a it is a global thing you know it's it's pretty crazy how uh how this all has uh unpacked and developed really kind of this week like i personally was just kind of like all right well i'm not gonna get too rash about things but i also like starting to see these numbers and it is it is spreading and um and it just seems like it's really gotten to a point where okay Games are being canceled. Seasons are being canceled. It was not, it was talking about like, are we going to let fans into the building first and maybe just show it on TV? And then it was, well, we can't even afford to have TV on there uh, because we can't have uh, outside people in there. It just, it it really has spiraled to the point where we're like, we're done. Yeah. You don't really uh, think about how easily something like this could happen until something like this happens. Like how, uh, how many people are uh, potentially uh, put in into a, a bad situation uh, so easily. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. And I mean, I know that there were some reporters that were uh, upset about the, uh, the removal of beat writers and, and other media personnel from the locker room. But um I mean, could you imagine being a beat writer not knowing that Rudy Gobert was a uh, was infected, and then having to uh, speak to him? Maybe he's on your he's talking through to your um, your uh, voice recorder or whatever while you're getting quotes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you saw what he did at the podium, right? No, I didn't. So he kind of was mocking the whole like I'm sick thing or whatever, and then as he was walking away, are from you the talking podium, about Rudy Gobert? Yeah. Um, the guy that comes test- at you fast. The guy that tested positive just the other day at the at the end of the press conference walked out and decided to touch all the microphones. Oh Jesus! Yeah, if we could swear, it's definitely a swearing moment on that uh, about that because it is. It's one of those things where, in hindsight, you look at it and just go, "My God, that's just so. like that." That's like bad movie twist. Yeah, it's it's really awful, but uh, uh, we're going to try to press on and have a show. Um, so what we're going to do right now is we're going to take a break, uh, maybe talk about how this impacts the Minnesota Wild um, as well as some of the NHL uh, and kind of what the NHL is, is planning to do about it, and then uh, maybe even get into another uh, wild topic. So stay tuned through the break. You're listening to Locked on Wild coming up we're going to get into more talk about the uh the implications against the 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 uh the wild and perhaps what it kind of means to do for uh for the cap and and whatnot but uh i guess tony the big thing is is how does this affect the minnesota wild ultimately 
Um, Bill Guerin was on the radio today kind of saying that they're taking their lead from the NHL. The NHL came out and uh, basically released a statement on uh, on Wednesday night saying that, uh, well, they have more on Thursday. So by the time you hear this podcast, the uh, NHL might have made the decision to shutter for the rest of the uh, the season or at least indefinitely. Yeah, that uh, that might happen. Uh, we, we don't know exactly what's going to happen uh, to the NHL. And of course, like this is, of course, something that is so very, very small in the in the in the grand scheme of things. Like definitely keep yourself safe, keep your family safe and, and take care of each other and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, and all of that. But I mean, we're a hockey show or a Minnesota Wild show. This is going to affect the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, uh, at at least uh, a bit. You have to imagine at this point, the NBA is willing to shut down their season. The NHL did release a statement saying that they were going to kind of talk about it and come to a decision later. But it's hard to it's hard to see them not coming to at least some sort of shutdown with the NHL again. We're talking about you know having a. Having twenty thousand people in the stadium, even if it's not twenty thousand people, like Joe said, like the amount of of people it takes to keep things running, means that what hundreds of people are probably going to have to be in that building, right? Yeah. So you know, ultimately, it's irresponsible for a professional league to try to convene a bunch of people and then send them out into the city only to do it a couple nights later to convene a bunch of people and then send them out in the city. You're just asking for a, a perpetuation of, uh, of infection. Yeah, that's true. Like there's, there's not just that, but there's all the, all the, all the businesses that they might frequent and, yeah. and that stuff. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right there. So um, let's say that, uh, let's say that they have to uh, finish the, like, let's say that they have to postpone the regular season and uh, let's say that uh, that they're not able to get things up and running before the playoffs. Like there could be a situation where uh, they cancel the rest of the regular season while uh, the yeah. coronavirus blows over, and I, I think that puts Minnesota in. I mean, and, and again, this is so very small in comparison to the grand scheme of things, but right. it does affect them pretty greatly if they uh, miss the playoffs. Yeah, I think I believe they currently are out of the postseason picture by one point, having been idle for the last three nights, and um, uh, it's pretty crazy to think that they're even at this point. Obviously, because of the their way they started, but uh, you know, uh, if the if the NHL decides to shut down on Thursday before the the Wild were slated to take on the San Jose Sharks, who? Um, according to San Jose County, basically has uh, halted all big gatherings of people as well. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's just craziness right now. And I mean, craziness is like, I just still feel like this is super sur- surreal, but uh, here they are, the Minnesota wild one point out, if they win, they could be back in the p- playoff picture. And then, um, you know, having just that one extra game could give them a chance to, uh, be in the playoff picture to the point where like if they cancel the regular season and decide to pick up for the postseason, they could be a part of that. But um, it's uh, I, I think that was at least something that was rumored. Was that Elliot Friedman mm-hmm. on Twitter that kind of. Uh, I guess he, he floated uh, the idea floated that, that idea. Yeah, 
he floated the idea of having, you know, a a playoffs and, and this is in a situation where uh where you know the the regular season from here on out, which is about uh twelve or thirteen games for each team yep, at yep. this point. Uh if if the, the regular season ended then uh then uh then the idea was that maybe you have a play in game or some play in games for the teams that are kinda like on the on the fringe or are the ones that almost made it or or like right on the playoff bubble to uh to make it in. But also, you know, you, you might just look at that and uh when you look at the, the teams that are on the uh the playoff bubble right now Mm-hmm. Uh, the only team that is on the playoff bubble in the West, like right on that bubble, that doesn't have, um, that doesn't have sixty nine games, is the Winnipeg Jets, and uh, ooh, that's a tough one too, though, because they have mm-hmm. seventy games and and uh, seventy eight points, which is tied with Nashville and Vancouver. Okay. Uh. And they have one more regular overtime win. Uh, Yeah, regulation overtime win than them. So they would get in on the tiebreaker, but they played one more game. So I wonder what would happen then. I wonder if points percentage then comes into the the factor then. If if they were at like an actual tie or something. Yeah, I'm I'm not exactly sure. It's uh, it's. Uh, it, it's pretty complicated, but like I, I could see a situation where they take the top eight teams right now, and Minnesota's not one of those teams, and then you know this might, and again there are there are way bigger problems than this. Oh yeah, but Minnesota might uh, might miss the playoffs because of this. Might miss the playoffs without really a chance to to really get back into it. Now you could say that like, look, don't have that first month of the season and put yourself in this position. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, is just on Sunday, they were in the postseason. They got themselves to a position to at least make a run for it here in the final 12, 13 games of the season. And to cut that short, obviously, look, the NHL has had its issues with, with diseases. I mean, the moms that swept through the NHL uh, a couple seasons or a few seasons ago. Yeah, is, that's, I don't think any games got stopped for that. No, no games got stopped for that. But uh, obviously they weren't necessarily dying from the bumps either. But True. Uh, but it still just shows how how easy – I mean, you talk. they talk about it every time where like flu-like symptoms will spread through a, a locker room. Like – these guys are in close quarters in a locker room and you have to contain it somehow. So it only makes sense to, to cancel the season or at least put it on hiatus to the point where, yeah, maybe you just make it uh, a postseason. Um, so it, it, there is a, a huge like balancing act for, for teams that uh, maybe want their chance to to get back into this thing, and then there's in the interest of uh, public safety as well, and even the safety of their players and and other uh, personnel. It's it's uh, strange times. Mm-hmm. So, um, Tony, we got other uh, topics to discuss in the next segment, but uh, uh, the big thing, and this is probably a little less uh, important, but ultimately. Uh, with the season being shorted or potentially being shorted, obviously this is getting recorded prior to the actual real NHL announcement. Um, 
with the season being shorted, it could have uh, some salary cap implications. And so uh, we can get into that in the next segment a little bit, just because this is it's a big thing uh, and it affects a lot of things too. a lot of people that uh, who work in and around and about the team. Um, mm-hmm. So, all right, Tony, it's time for another break here on locked on wild. Uh, we'll get into a couple other things here in the final segment for your Thursday episode. So stay tuned through the break. You're listening to Locked on Wild. Welcome back to Locked on Wild here on the Locked on Podcast Network. Tony, if the NHL decides to suspend all league functions for an indefinite amount of time until uh, hopefully we can get the uh, – the coronavirus contained and uh, stopped the spread. It's going to shorten the amount of games that therefore hockey related revenue goes down. And uh, the salary cap could, uh, I think was early projections had it going potentially rising to 84 million. Uh, mm-hmm. That may not happen if, if this t- the season is cut short. Yeah. I think the initial and like, look, we're, uh, we we keep saying it over and over and over again, and it's because I feel kind of like a jerk. Like, oh, how does this how does this pandemic affect the Minnesota Wild? And it feels stupid oh, yeah. to say, but again, absolutely, yeah, it, you're you're correct. It does feel like uh, what we're talking about matters absolutely nothing in the grand scheme of things. But uh, ultimately, this is uh, what we do. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I I'm kind of struggling with that, and I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that we're doing a good job and being conscious of of what's going on, while also you know doing the show. And this is you know a, a big story, and this is kind of what we got to talk about right now. So we're uh, we're gonna do it, and um, I I'm looking at uh, at the uh, the salary cap for next year. Uh, initially, it was going to be uh, 84 to 88 million. That was the, uh, that was the projections that they were giving in the, uh, in the NHL, uh, or yep. from the NHL, from the league. Um, and, uh, that might not happen just because like Joe said, it is dependent on hockey related revenue, which means that if you are going to cancel the season, you're canceling at this point, six or seven home games, uh, or yeah, five or six home games or yeah, six, five to seven home games for <laughs> each team. And, uh, and that makes hockey related revenue go down. If you, if you play these games without, uh, without an audience in, in the arena, that mm-hmm. means that hockey related revenues are going to have to go down. If, yep. if the Stanley cup playoffs have to be shortened or reduced, if, if this goes on long enough again, that will mean that something far, 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 far worse has happened. But say that that's happened, that makes hockey related revenues go down. So we could be facing a salary cap stagnation or, or maybe even uh, less than, I, I don't exactly know what, uh, what is uh, possible, but I got to imagine that losing, potentially what one sixth of the season one seventh one eighth of the season i i can't imagine that that's not gonna hurt yeah absolutely and ultimately there's there are teams that are cap strapped at the moment too and uh if the 
salary cap either stays stagnant or maybe even goes down for a season, uh, there's got to be decisions made on uh, on player personnel, which is just crazy when you think about it. When you think about um, an NHL league, an NHL franchises that are worth uh, millions of dollars and players that make millions of dollars that uh, the coronavirus could eventually affect NHL jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Minnesota has quite a bit of cap space. They have uh, $65 million committed to next year in addition to, you know, uh, Kirill Kaprizov coming over. So I think what I think to be safe, you have to, to make room for $3 million there. So we're talking about okay. sixty, almost sixty-nine million, and 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 we're not gonna do, we're not gonna do that joke, uh, <laughs> because this isn't a, a jokey episode, right. uh, but yeah, it'll be about sixty-nine million dollars that they'll have in, against the cap for an eighteen-player roster, and um, there's not really that many uh that many spots to fill going into next year. No, not for the Minnesota Wild, right? No, um, they will have to, they'll have to figure out what to do in terms of retaining or replacing Miko Koivu or Alex oh. Galchenyuk. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I mean, that's the big thing is that you got two centers that'll be, uh, that'll be, or center slots that could potentially be open next season or that you're going to have to spend some money to, uh, to fill those in. You have RFA deals to, to deal with Luke Cunning, Jordan Greenway and, uh, we haven't talked about it yet, but Carson Soucy is going to be an unrestricted free agent after this season. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what happens to him. Yeah. It's a, uh, kind of a wrench in the cog of, uh, of maybe some of the plans that first year GM Bill Garrett might've had planned for this off season. So, I mean, obviously like we don't know what's going to happen at the moment that we're recording this. It, it's, it's, 1030 on a Wednesday night on Wednesday, uh, the day before that the NHL is going to do their thing. So, I mean, we're, uh, we're going to, we're obviously speculating. (laughs) Yeah. We're, we're speculating and, and just like talking about what could happen, what might happen. Um, and, uh, we're going to have a better idea tomorrow, but that also means that by this time tomorrow, we might not have wild games to talk about. We might not have wild games uh, for really the rest of the season. And uh, I know that um, there was a big, um, I guess there was a lot of eyes on this, on this game against the San Jose Sharks because the wild and their run and uh, Kevin Fiala's resurgence and, and whatnot, plus they're returning home. So the idea maybe there was maybe some idea that there was going to be a you know big buzz in the uh, in the building and whatnot, and, uh, and for for the hometown team to uh, to succeed. Do you have any final thoughts before we uh, sign off for the day? I've got two. So okay. the first one is just that uh, just a programming note, I guess. If the uh, if the wild season, if the NHL season is suspended and the Minnesota Wild aren't playing games, don't worry. We will uh, we will figure out um, some stuff, uh, some Minnesota Wild related stuff to 
uh, to talk about and to discuss, and we'll uh, we'll figure out some programming here. We'll still be here for you every day. So as long as you're here to listen to us, we'll, <laughs> uh, we'll be here. And, and like that's not like that's not meant to be like ominous or anything like that. But if you are you know looking to uh, to listen to us uh, with um, with Minnesota's season potentially suspended, we will be here for you. And uh, we're trying to figure out some stuff that uh, that might uh, that might be fun, and you know it's uh, it's maybe not an easy time for you. I, I know that Joe and I both have our own worries, um, and uh, and and such um, with uh, with this going on. So if uh, if you're out there and you've got the same. Uh, I guess anxiety is going on uh, and you want a break from that. Uh, we will be here to do that and uh, and we will make it uh, we'll make it a lot lighter than today's episode. And the the second thing that uh, that I have and this will be my last thought uh, of the day is just we want to express our support for uh, for Chad Graff and, and his family. Um, I, I don't know how many of you know this. Uh, I, I'm sure a lot of our listeners do know about this uh, because if, if you've followed us for a long time, you would definitely have followed Chad at some point. Um, Chad came up writing about uh, the Minnesota Wild. He has since moved on to, to writing about the Vikings and more at the Athletic Minnesota, but we still consider him part of the Minnesota Wild community, uh, the Minnesota Wild writer community. And, and when one of us... Uh, when one of us hurts, all of us hurt, and we just want to express our, our condolences and sympathy to uh, Chad and his family, uh, Sam, and uh, and their daughter, Anastasia, who was born recently and has been sick, and the signs look very bad. It, uh, it, it, it looks very grim and bleak as to Anastasia's chances of making it. And it is, it's something that has to be unimaginable to, to anybody who hasn't gone through uh, that. And uh, we, we don't just want to, to express our condolences or, or even have you go out and express yours to, to the Graf family, which you should, um, you know, like uh, we, we should, we should definitely be showing them support in this time, but we also uh, are specifically mentioning this because Chad and uh, and his family have set up a GoFundMe to uh, to you know th- when, when something like this comes up. There's it's not just you know the worst day or the worst week of your life, but it also comes with uh, all of the medical bills and expenses on top of that. So if anyone out there listening to our show is able to financially support them in this time of need, please go to their GoFundMe. We will have that link in their description. If you can't find our description, uh, I think that if you search Chad Graff GoFundMe, G-R-A-F-F, uh, you should be able to uh, to find it. I think it was the first result um, when I Googled it to check and make sure. But if you can and are able to support them, please go do so and and uh, and show support to one of our own. That's the thing about Minnesota is that, you know, we take care of our own. And I know that a lot of people out there have 
uh, stepped up and have been able to step up. If you're not, we we 100% understand. But if you are able to support them, please do. It uh, it it's just in like I said, it's an unimaginable time in their lives. Uh, and I I know that uh, I know that anybody in that position would be uh, wanting uh, the support of their community. So 